Hey, y'all. I was feeling a little bit heated today, so um, I wanted to give y'all a little extra episode. I hope that's okay. Okay? <laughs> Let's get into it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of Inversation Podcast, the podcast where we tell our stories our way. Okay, so as you can see, I got my Yonce merch. Yonce merch. And um, even though it's been like maybe, what, two weeks since we went to um, the Renaissance World Tour, I'm still feeling heated. So I wanted to jump on and do an extra episode. I'm on my yoga ball. So I'm getting my whole life um, and whatnot. But I've been scrolling through the social medias and I've been seeing everybody's um, pictures and videos of the concert and everything that she's been doing. Heard that my girl ended up grossing the most money that she's ever grossed in a tour like her whole career and whatnot by 2.1 billion dollars so far and the tour ain't even over y'all so that's just like goals for me like i'm like for you to be able to achieve that amount of success just from one tour after the pandemic like that's goals that's goals on top of the merchandise on top of the clothing line and everything like and then the fact that she's gonna donate some of those profits to underserved communities like that's to me goals goals and so i wanted to first of all just do the mental health check-in so let's transition to that real quick So for today's mental health check-in, I'm actually doing great. I am doing so, so good. And here's why. First of all, Halle Bailey has released her debut single, I guess, if you will. Even though, I mean, I guess she released, you know, Part of This World and all of that. And it was real cute. You know, I mean, it was cute for the kids. But she released Angel and... I don't know if you've listened to that song yet. Um, if not, I'll play a little clip because Sony don't play about face stuff. So um, I'll play a little clip for you to hear just a little bit of it. But I have been resonating with that song so much. Um, and I think it's because like there's been so many, so much music out there that's talking about sex and drugs and all other kind of stuff that just really does not agree with my vibration. Um, and then this song comes along. It's very empowering. It's very, you know, um, angelic. Wow, angelic. Uh, and it just, I don't know, it's something about the frequency of this song that really drives me to want to do more, want to be productive, be active, get into the fullness of who I am, and um, it really taps into my creative spirit. So I've been playing that on repeat hardcore and singing it and finding it in my key so I can like really just like give the girls what the girls need, you know what I'm saying? 
but it's also like inspired me to um, finally jump in the studio and start working on my own project. Of course, I'm just going to start with one's own because I don't know, I have not done it before and I just want to see if I can arrange a song and, and just, you know, do the whole writing process and everything and work with a producer that I know to really just create something magical. But it's, it's, that song has been inspiring me and pushing me and moving me to do more than I have in a long time. So it's really just been inspiring me to move like I used to, like I used to. I feel like I went through a, um, and like I mentioned before, I went through a metamorphosis and the metamorphosis that I went through felt like hell. I'm not even going to lie. It felt like hell. But what I really feel like it did was it pulled me out of what I once was and it started to create in me who I am destined to be. And when I say that, it like, it really drove me to see myself in my fullness. I think when I used to view myself, I just viewed myself in the limited, small, egotistical version of myself, like this outside version of myself. And now I see myself through God's eyes. I see the God self that's within me. And normally when I have that kind of conversation with people and I'm like, well, what does your God self look like? Or like, what does it include? How do you see yourself as a God? And they get very intimidated and they get very kind of up in arms because I think they're thinking of it from like a religious point of view. And, you know, in, in Christianity, for sure, they're like, that, that's one of the the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other God before me. So I can't see myself as a God because I'm not a God. God is God. They will go into that mindset or frame of thinking before we can truly have a conversation and discuss, well, you are an extension of God wrapped in flesh. So to limit yourself and say that you are not God, you are not a part of God, you are not connected with God is disconnecting you from God itself. And I used to be like him, he, he himself, but I don't believe that God is just a he because a spirit is not a he or a she. It is, it is, it just is. So I, I try to stray away from the pronouns when it comes to God these days, but sometimes you'll hear me saying he, sometimes you'll hear me saying she, I don't know. I might slip a day in there because I don't know. Like it's, it's just not giving just masculine or feminine energy it's giving energy period so but i think that when you look at god especially the inner god that's in you on a religious scale and you minimize yourself you humble yourself you you sacrifice yourself to praise this outer entity it then minimizes the the god that exists within you which is just as big and bold and deserving of celebration and praise as, you know, this outside God that does exist. You know, I feel like the outer portion of God or portion of God that's outside of us is what we would consider nature, you know, what we would consider all living things, life, matter, um, everything, you know what I mean? The, the, the source, thought, all source that connects everything right and yet we like to say that that is 
that when we look at ourselves and we look at our inner God, that it's minuscule or it's minimal. And I feel like when it comes to the flesh, the flesh and the mind are minuscule. You know, the flesh and the ego are minuscule in comparison to the higher self. The higher self is Lord. The higher self is God and sits at the mental of, of ourselves. And I feel like when I was going through this metamorphosis, I was coming into that understanding. I was coming into the realization that I, me, the physical part of me, the egotistical part of me, Joshua, that you guys know, this part of me is not enough to carry the load of the world. It's it's not made to carry the load that I've been carrying all these years, the load of my family, the load of my friends, the load of my job and everybody that works there, the load of the community, like the load of America, the load of the world. It is not capable and built to be able to withstand and withhold all of that energy. It's not the energy that's made for me for the physical part of me. And so I'm asking and 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 praying for me to be able to have the energy and the wherewithal to be able to carry all of that energy on my back and on my shoulders. And I'm breaking down. I'm breaking down all the time because that's the human part of me. The human part of me that is not meant to carry all of those things. And when I went through the the metamorphosis or I started going through the metamorphosis. It's like it showed me clearly that you are looking at yourself through your eyes, child. You're looking at yourself in the frame of mind that you've always viewed yourself. And that's small. It's very small. And I feel like a lot of people sometimes get into the space to where they see themselves in an egotistical way. It's all about the beauty. It's all about the glamour. It's all about the image. It's all about what the world sees. And I'm not worried about what the world sees. I don't care about what the world sees. I don't care about if the world sees my body. You know, I don't care if the world thinks whatever they think about me because I know who I am. And that time that metamorphosis that I went through, like it was showing me to get to know who you are, the real you, not the facade, not the image, not the the bells and whistles, because you're beautiful already. You know what I mean? That's a given because I blessed you to be beautiful. But in addition to that, it's the inner part of you that needs the development. It's the inner part of you that needs the attention, that needs the allowance and the ability to be and receive and give at the maximum potential, you know? And because the flesh, fleshy, egotistical part of me has been so resistant in the past to allowing that, I've been putting myself or keeping myself in a box. And my higher self is just going on doing its magic, being beautiful, giving me what I'm desiring, what I'm asking for. And here I am in my conscious mind, in my conscious self, my flesh, I'm blocking all of the blessings that are coming to me, you know, and keeping myself in this little ass box. And what is that doing? You know, what is that doing for my growth? What is that doing for my ability to see all the potential that exists? And want to follow through with it, want to indulge in all of the 
goodness that comes my way? Like, how is that helping? It's not. It's not. And so when I have this conversation with people and they're like, well, you know, I'm just little on me and um, I am just a, a humble servant. And yes, we are meant to be humble servants when it comes to God, but that's including the God that's in us too, because we we breathe and we exist because God gave us this ability to be here. And we have to remember that God sits in the temple of our bodies. God dwells there. I wanted to say he, did you see me? I wanted to say he, but God dwells there in the temple of our bodies. And so it's up to us to really get to know the voice that exists within here. And so with that's kind of what we were talking about last week with the angels versus demon vibration type of conversation. You know, what are we listening to? What exists within us? What was planted in us and and serves as principality? What principalities existed before we came into flesh? You get what I'm saying? Or before our, our, our spiritual energetic self came into flesh, what, what, what were our parents dealing with that they did not resolve? You know, what was our dad dealing with that he didn't resolve and that he hasn't resolved? What about mom? What was she dealing with that she did not resolve? Focusing on that and discovering how those things that were unresolved in them, how it manifests within us. You know, how does that energy influence us, influence our behaviors, influence our ways of being, our ways of thinking? What voice is talking to us? Is it the energy that came from them that they gave us because it runs all through us? The blood, their blood runs through us, their DNA runs through us, but they are not us. We are of them, but they are not us. You know what I mean? And so we have to be able to pull with from within ourselves the energy that existed before we even came into being and identify that that does not belong to us. There are energies that have been in our bloodlines that have not belonged to our parents or their parents. It may have come from from decades, centuries ago that just continues to exist in our bloodlines. And that's the difference between like having a generational curse versus building generational wealth, you know, generational success, generational healing, you know? And so it's being able to identify what are the problem areas in myself, in me? What are the things that I have a hard time accepting? What are the things that I don't want to in, indulge in? What do I want to ignore? What do I want to hide and act like it doesn't exist? You know, what do I want to just smooth over because we don't talk about that thing? You know, and that that was me. That was me because you don't talk about certain things. You don't let everybody in your business. You don't do X, Y, Z because that's not the way to, that we do things. You know, you have to think about your future. You have to think about... And that's all fine and dandy and yes, but I'm a person too. I'm human. You know, yes, I went to school and I got these degrees and whatnot. And I'm a business owner and I want, you know, everything to be successful. But at the same time, I'm I'm a person. I'm a real person. I like sex. You know what I'm saying? I like, um having a drink every once in a while. You know, I like indulging in, in things that my flesh enjoys. I like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, am I going to overindulge? No. I mean, maybe sometimes, but not all the time. Like, I'm not going to overindulge. I'm not going to give my power to said thing, but I'm human. I can be human. And it's okay for me to human the way that I human and for you to human the way that you human, because the way that you human may not be the way that I human, but we're both humans. And it's okay for us to human the way that we human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that is what that metamorphosis did for me. And because I went through that space in that time, I was able to become who I am today and see myself in the way that I do today. Now I'm more confident in myself. You know, I feel like I've developed myself and am developing in so many different ways. I now see every part of myself like an opportunity for me to feed energy into that area feed energy into that space. So I'm willing to give myself that time to devote to that particular part of me, you know, and if I need help or if I need an outside source to come in and to serve a particular purpose, then I'm going to go get that, you know, and I'm not going to wait around and try to force myself to do some things that I know that I is, is not within my wheelhouse. Let me go get a teacher or let me go get a coach or let me go get somebody who can just do this particular project for me, you know, and pay them because that is what it's all about. You know what I mean? It's co-creating. It's being able to create firstly for you, by you, understanding that you are one with God. You have to be one with your mind, body, and spirit. And you you have to then allow yourself the opportunity to create. And so now that I understand that, like life is Gucci. Life is gold. You know, I feel like it's gold running through my skin. It's gold running through my blood. You know, every time I breathe, it's gold. It's magic. You know, anytime I create something, it's magic. <laughs> like, that's just how I feel. You know, and I am excited about the things that I'm doing. I'm excited about work now. Like work used to be hell to me. Like it, it felt like I'm giving my time away for something that does not serve me. And then I left work to give time to the business and to really take a break after the pandemic, because I told y'all before, and if you listen to earlier episodes of the podcast, life was life for me during the pandemic. I just, I had so many emotional and mental breakdowns. I just could not even, couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't do that to myself anymore. And now I give myself grace. I give myself time to grow. I highlight the areas that I have trouble on and I lean into those and I communicate with my supervisor and um, the rest of my, my divisional team and whatnot. And I talk to them and I'm like, hey, how can I improve in this area? I'm having trouble or a hard time doing X, Y, Z. What have you done? Like, how do you, how have, have you been able to work through that? Or have you experienced that? What are some tips that you could give me so that I can be better in this area? You know, I'm seeing it as a, an opportunity for me to develop myself on a larger scale outside of just the egotistical part of me who doesn't necessarily want to focus on a particular area. You know what I mean? I, myself, the Joshua part of me may not want to focus on increasing sales, you know, or, or, or finding prospects. I might not want to do that. 
but that's what I need. And that is what is going to help me to expand because that's a skill that will be beneficial for the overall greater good of what I'm looking to do as a spirit, as a soul here on this plane. So I'm looking at it from different eyes, from a different perspective and allowing myself to follow that journey, follow that path, you know, in order to get to wherever I'm supposed to end up. It's been a beautiful experience, you know. I wanted to share that with you guys because I wanted to flow from the last episode into this episode, which is, what is your God self? You know, who is your God self? If I ask you, who are you? Can you tell me without giving me your name, without giving me that you're a man or a woman, you know, or anything in between, you know? Can you explain it to me without saying I am my job or my occupation, my career, my education? My, can you explain who you are, you know, and then list out the components of yourself outside of that? That's the question that I feel that so many people avoid. So let me just give y'all some context. I created this assignment with my husband. So we were talking about like how we see ourselves, you know, the voices that are in our minds and what they tell us and how how we are influenced by them. And in in meditation, like the whole objective is for you to get to know yourself, your inner self and to get sort through your thoughts and start to identify what thoughts are actually from you and what thoughts you're receiving from whatever vibration that you're vibrating on, whatever frequency you're vibrating on, right? And so we were having this conversation and um, I asked him, like, what do you think about yourself? How do you feel about yourself? And he was giving me his answer and it was very limited. And he was like, I never looked at myself that way. You know, I've never looked at myself on a large scale like that. And so then I decided to create an assignment to create the God version of himself and what that looks like. What does it include? All of that. And it was so powerful to me that I decided to do it for myself because I, I never I never viewed myself that way. I asked then my brother-in-law what his God self would look like and to come up with his God self. And so I asked some of my friends in a group that we have. I asked them, I was like, hey, I have this exercise that I want everybody to do. If anybody's interested, like it's your God self, you're putting your God self together, you're explaining like what your 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 attributes are, what it would look like, what it its strengths and its weaknesses are, because it's a real thing. Like it's it, it has strengths and weaknesses just like you. It's you, it's you. It's you on your larger scale. And I didn't get very many people to respond, you know, or who were interested in doing that. And even when I asked, you know, individual people what their God self would look like or what that would include, they don't want to tell me. They don't want to, they don't want to go down that rabbit hole. And it caused me to to question like, what's up with that? Like what why is it that we can be in tune with a God that's outside of us, but not the God that dwells within us? How is that possible? Uh, so many things have just been coming to me and it's been like like an inner feeling or an inner knowing of like, well, you know, these religions have come in and like disconnected you from source because 
your objective is to have like a personal relationship with, with the God that dwells within you, because that is the you that you should know the most. It is the you that is dwelling within your flesh, within you. And you should be able to trust that voice and know that voice and have a relationship with that part of God. And if you aren't having a relationship with that part of God, then what are you having a relationship with? What God outside of you that is not of you is influencing you and telling you what to do and who to be? And it makes me think of how many people force themselves to be a particular image or be a particular person and and exist a particular way just to fit in within a particular religion, you know, or a particular group or faction. And it really has had me thinking and just kind of reflecting on my experiences within different religions and going through those processes and whatnot. And, and then understanding, like an understanding just came into, into being that I've been given so much time and energy into this outer God that the inner God in me is dying. You know, it's not, it's underdeveloped. It's like a, a plant that's getting no water, no sunlight. Because I'm shutting it out. I'm shutting out all of the the light that is meant to go towards it. I'm I'm shutting out all of the, I'm diverting all of the energy from fueling me because it 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 exists within me. I'm diverting all of that energy towards this being, this entity that is outside of me that does not compute. You know what I'm saying? And I'm supposed to trust that it's going to save me, that it's going to give me everything that I need, but everything is working outside of me. Like, how is it working outside of me when it needs to be working inside of me? And that's not to say that God does not work on the outside in, but God should also work from the inside out. I should not be seeking praise or validation or protection or anything from an outside source. It should be in the house. It should exist in the house. The security system should be in the house. It should be exuding from me. My power should be exuding from me because I should be deeply rooted and connected to God. And the reality is a lot of us aren't. Like we just go on with our days. We aren't thinking about if we've given ourselves time to meditate. A lot of us never give ourselves time to meditate because we don't like who we are. We don't like what's floating through our heads. We don't like looking at ourselves in a mirror. We don't like establishing relationships with ourselves. Um, Some of us like ourselves too much, but only the outside parts, only the, oh, I have this degree. Oh, I just got my hair done and I can buy this amount of hair and it's Peruvian or whatever. It's all of that stuff. All of the the superficial surface, the the tip of the iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg. But then when everybody gets a little deep and start asking questions to reflect and to review and to to get to the root of a thing, then everybody gets all hush-hush. And you don't owe that to me. You don't owe that to any of your friends. You don't owe that to anybody in your church. You don't owe that to anybody in your family. You don't owe giving the deep depths of who you are to anything or anybody outside of you. But you should at least be asking the questions for yourself. You should at least be studying yourself to show yourself approved. You know, 
you should be investigating the parts of yourself that have not gotten attention, that have not been integrated into who you are yet. That may just be sitting by idly, you know, waiting for you to give it some attention. People always think about the inner child in you, but what about the inner creative? What about the inner intellectual? What about the inner fighter? You know, what about the inner speaker? What about the inner entertainer? You know, there's so many different aspects of who we are that we try to minimize, you know, or that we compartmentalize instead of integrating into who we really are. And they all need attention. They all need attention. And to say that we are small, to say that we are minuscule in knowing that we have all of these components to ourselves is doing ourselves a disservice because God blessed us with all of this goodness up in here. To limit it and make it feel like it doesn't matter, what is that doing to yourself? What is it doing to how you view yourself? What is it doing to how you view other people and how you view the world? You know, if other people, that, that those parts of yourself is crying out for attention. It's crying for the ability to be liberated and free and for us to continue to just keep it in chains or keep it locked in the closet, keep it in the dark. It's unfair. It's unfair to who we are. It's unfair to God who blessed us to be this, you know, and I feel like that understanding, that understanding is what sparked this transformation in me. You know, it sparked a, a fire in me to remember, okay, you remember when you was saying that you was all dope and you was all this and all of that? You were, and you were sitting on your little soapbox and, and doing all these things, but you wasn't even, you wasn't even popping yet. You know what I'm saying? That was just the ego part of you. That was just the baby part of you. Now that you've done your healing, now that you've let go of all of that stuff that does not belong to you that I told you to let go of years ago. Now that that's out of the way, I can actually use you. I can actually use you the way that I've been needing and intending to use you. And now it's like crystal clear. It's like, okay, Lord, I don't know how all of this is going to work out because I don't have all the answers, but you told me to do this. So I'm doing this. I don't know. I don't have all of the money. I, 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 don't, I don't know where it's going to come from, but you said that I can do it. And so I'm doing this. I don't know, Lord, because, you know, you said I'm doing this for the people, but the people don't seem to be there. The people are, are they want something else. So, and I don't know if I want to give the people what they want. Do you, do you, do what I am calling you to do. You have your morals. You have your ethics. You understand how you want to show up in the world. Do you. Share yourself, share parts of yourself. It doesn't mean give yourself away because I can't nobody have me. I'm sorry. My, my own husband can't have me, but he can share in me. He can share with me, but I am God. So I belong to God and God alone. God lives within me. God is me. God dwells, you know, within and all around me. And who am I to limit that? Who am I to try and force that in a box or force that in a cage? It's not smart. And so the whole point of this conversation is to encourage somebody to free the sleeping giant in you. I talked about that Hallie, Hallie Bailey song, Angel. There's a part in there where she's like, big deal. 
I'm sick and tired of holding it in. And that resonated with me so much because it's like, big deal. Not the me, this me. To me, it's just, I'm flesh. Like, it's, it's a pretty package. It's beautiful. Beautiful package. Beautiful gowns. But I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than my face and my pretty teeth. I'm so much more than this body that's been changing so much. Like, I'm so much more than that. I am this voice. I am this personality. I am all of this goodness and badness and craziness and silliness and wildness and horror and all of this. I'm all of this. And so to minimize that and act like it doesn't exist or act like it's not important or it has no value is doing myself a disservice. It's doing me a disservice. And I just want to say the same for you. You know, like if if you are limiting yourself or if you're telling yourself that parts of yourself aren't important or aren't valuable or you, I don't have no skills. You know, I don't have no gifts. You good at that. You Y'all are good at that. Y'all can do that, but I'm, I'm not good at nothing. Like if you are telling yourself those things and you're actually believing that about yourself, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice because God called you to be here. God called you and gave you all the magic that you have. And your magic is yours. It is nothing like anybody else's. You know, you may be able to do some things that other people can do. And other people might be able to do some things you can do. And they might even do it better than you. But it's only because you have not given it the time and attention that it deserves. You have not leaned into that area of yourself, that part of yourself to let it shine. And that's okay. Because guess what? It's never too late. As long as you continue to have the opportunity to wake up and open your eyes every day, you can give yourself that time and attention that is craving. It's, it deserves, you know? God gave you all this beauty and all of this magic and you're just going to sit there and keep it on the shelf? No, no. Let's let it out. Let's let it outside to play. Give it some time. And it don't have to have all the time in the world because in, too much of anything can be overindulgent. Too much of anything is it can be harmful. And so we don't want to do that in some areas. You know, we don't want to just kind of continue to beat the same drum in a way to where we burning ourselves out or making ourselves feel bad because we're not able to make the type of progression that we want to see. But we have to offer grace to ourselves. We have to offer grace in allowing God to flow through us freely without being any resistance to it. It's only challenging and difficult when we try to be resistant, when the physical conscious part of ourselves try to be resistant and say, oh, no, I'm not that. I can't do that. Oh, no, no. Um, I don't have the money for that. Oh, I don't have the ability to do that. Um, It's not meant for me. That's not for me. That's for somebody else. You know, anytime we do that type of stuff, we're causing resistance. We're causing pushback. And if God is pushing this way and you pushing that way, it's going to bump. It's going to cause like a dissonance because the higher part of you was like, oh, yes, Lord. Okay, I'm there. I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm showing up. I'm here. I'm here. And yet the lower part of you is putting it in the box and saying, oh, no, I'm not putting up walls. Let me put this wall up because I can't do that. It's not possible. It's not for me. And that becomes your truth. It becomes your reality because the physical part of yourself is avatar that's here. It says whether or not something is allowed or not. And that's how people end up in cycles. They end up in patterns that are harmful because they may have gotten into a particular way of being for a time period. It was meant to be 
um, beneficial to them for a time period, protect them when they were kids or help them through a traumatic situation or cope through a, a traumatic situation. And it was supposed to be there for a temporary amount of time. And yet, instead of evolving out of it, it's become a part of who they are. And it doesn't serve you, baby. It doesn't serve you to stay in that place because God continues to show you that this time, this, this, this behavior, this way of thinking, this way of being, it, it, it's, not, it's not for you. It's not who you are. It's not who you are. It's not a part of your character. It's just what you continue to allow. It's what you continue to perpetuate. If you are in a situation to where your family life is very volatile and you gravitate to volatile energy, then you're going to continue to get volatile energy. You have to decide that you want something different. If I want peace and yet I keep dealing with like chaotic people, my life is going to be chaotic. It's simple. If I'm going out and I'm trying to find a husband just for money, but I really want love and I'm asking God, I'm asking the universe to send me a man with money, but I ain't mentioned nothing about love, like real, genuine, authentic love, a person who loves the real me, the inside part of me and the outside. You know what I mean? If I'm not intentional about what I'm asking for and I'm not intentional about what I'm doing and who I am and what I say and what I think and what I do and what I want, if I'm not intentional, if I don't know myself and I don't take the time to get to know myself, then creating sloppily. I'm I'm being sloppy with my creativity, with my creation. And I am the creation that creates. I was put here to bring creation into life. That is why I'm here. That's why I have free will. And yet I am going to do myself a disservice and throw up walls and limit myself and close doors that God had open for me. Hmm. It just doesn't seem wise. It doesn't seem wise. And so I wanted to get on here and to break that down and explain it to y'all. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know that it's already been a hefty minute, you know, but I wanted to share that with y'all because that it's time for us to wake that sleeping giant and let it out. It's too much to do in this life. It's too much going on and too many people's hands are in the pots manipulating us and manipulating what we do, manipulating society with money and bills and drugs, alcohol, food, sex, so many different things manipulating us. And we walking around here just like feeling bad about ourselves, not allowing ourselves to see ourselves as the great, incredible beings that we are. Mm-mm. We're going to change all that. We need to change it. <clears throat> we need to let it go. We need to let it go. We need to let it flow on out so we can just blow in the wind, let it flow on out. If you need to cry, cry. You know, let yourself cry. If you need to talk, talk. If you need to breathe, breathe. If you need to work through something, work through it. If you need to build a muscle, build a muscle. If you need to break down, break down, but build yourself back up. Give yourself whatever it is you need. That's self-care. That is honoring yourself and honoring the God that lives in you and giving yourself grace because you may not have been able to carry it or handle it back then, but you can handle it today. You've been through it. You survived. You know you can handle it. 
But now it's time to expand. It's time to build yourself. It's time to expand beyond just the physical, egotistical part, the shallow part. It's time to get a little deep. Time to get deep and discover who your God self is. Who are you? That's the question for the week. Who are you? Who do you want to be? Okay? That's all I got for y'all today. That's eat. That's eat. And that's all. I'm going to go. If you are not following me, then you are doing yourself a disservice as well because I'm only going to do things and I'm only going to give y'all stuff that's going to be beneficial to you. You know, I'm not going to try to force anything on you. I'm not going to try to manipulate any you to do anything. At the end of the day, your choice is your choice. You a person, you got free will. But I do want to share some magic and some some positive, healthy energy your way to help you break out of any cages that you may be in and in any generational curses that may be going on with you. Break some of those walls that are limiting the different portions of yourself from being free, you know, because we all deserve to be free, not only externally, but internally as well. You know, so if you're not following me, don't do yourself a disservice, do yourself a service and uh, hit that follow button. You know, you can follow me on all social media platforms at coach underscore Warren zero six. That's W-A-R-R-E-N zero six. That's on the Twitter's. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on TikTok. That's it, actually. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, um, which if you see in this video, you might be seeing a clip anywhere on the interwebs. But you find me on YouTube. I'll have to put that link in the, the notes here um, because I don't know it yet. I don't think I have enough followers, y'all. That's what I mean. Y'all have to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so that I can be able to make more content for you guys and I can, I can solidify this thing and make it a little bit more legitimized for you guys to be able to catch what I'm I'm putting down, you know, getting, I'm receiving it from God and I'm giving it to y'all. That's it. You know, that's just how it works. That's just, you gotta let God flow through you. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be a guest on the show, definitely hit me up at inversationpodcast at gmail.com. You can also DM me on any of those social media platforms that I mentioned to you before. Or you can visit my website. That's the easiest way to hit me up. Thedreamincentive.com for all things Coach J, for everything. So the podcast, the blog, the email list. Any programs, classes, individual sessions, you name it, I can do it. Public speaking engagements, all that good stuff. I want to work with you. I want to help you to realize your magic and see how you can best create the life of your dreams. So hit me up, please, please. And thank you. Let's co-create some magic and beautiful noise for the Lord. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. But if you haven't heard it today, I love you. If you haven't smiled today, smile with me. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all. That's all. God. Me. Y'all have a great day. All right. Deuces. Um, entity or whatever.